right. And welcome to episode 10 of TLC Tech, Learn, and Coffee. I'm your host, along with Nancy Minicozzi. My name is Lisa Nowakowski. I'm a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County. Nancy? And I'm Nancy Minicozzi. I'm an ed tech coach in Northwest LA County. Okay, so just a reminder as our podcast focus, um, we want you to have accessible PD that's on your schedule. That's why we do a short video format um, with a slight, with a small question section. So if you have a question or something that you would like to uh, for us to talk about, if you want to come in and talk about something that you've done that's amazing um, in your classroom, um, just give us a shout out on our website, tlc.ninja. Um, so yes, this is personalized mobile PD for you. Nancy, what is our coffee fact for today? Uh, well, our coffee fact for today has to do with cowboy coffee, which is made without a filter. Um, so they've used various things, including a sock or eggshells to keep the grounds out of your cup. And this is, I know it was just, it was sad. Um, many camp cooks also like to start their coffee for the morning by taking the pot of grounds from the night before adding water and then just bringing it to a boil and adding more fresh grounds they say it'll really put hair on your chest I believe it so yum <laughs> I, I, I do too uh, my grandfather I swear used to do that in his butcher shop it was the grossest coffee ever um, so tonight we have <laughs> it was really bad coffee uh, we have Jody Green hey Jody, Hi, everybody. and she's gonna talk to us about iPads um, in the classroom and what she uses them, uh, how she uses them, and how she um, incorporates them into her cl into classrooms. So go ahead, Jody, and tell us just a little bit about yourself. Um, I am an academic coach in ed tech for the La Habra City School District in Southern California. We're a K-8 district, and we are one-to-one -one iPads at the middle school. And from K-5, to we have cart models, and we have uh, some classes have class sets. Other classes have, you know, 10 iPads for their classroom. Some have six. It all depends on the school. Um, before I was an ed tech coach, I was a six grade teacher in third and fourth grade ESL for lots and lots of years. That's great. That's so um, tell us a little bit about how you use iPads in the classroom. So my biggest thing in working with teachers and students using the iPads is to get them hands on and get them doing things that have them create. So if teachers come to me and they want a new app for math, like how kids can learn their math facts, I try to divert them and talk about, well, what other apps could we use that help kids show that they know their math facts without some kind of a drill and kill app? Um, so I work with teachers really to try to integrate those different kinds of creation apps in learner-centered ways. I want kids to be able to have the experience and have hands-on and be able to say, here's a project that I'm doing, here's what I want you to know about what I'm doing, and I want to use these three apps to show you what I know. So I'm trying to get kids to take control of their own learning and be able to show their own learning. We're also a Google Apps for Education district, so um, we use all of the Google Apps. We've got, um, obviously, Docs and Sheets slides, and we're real heavy into Docs and Slides right now, which is fantastic, and I'm going to get my teachers um, using Street View a whole lot more now that I've been, uh, yes. I've seen the light of Street View. Um, yes. We have them making green screen videos. We have them doing screencasts. They, I, I'm really working with lots of different teachers on getting students to tell their story digitally using multiple apps. And then we're integrating different STEAM tools recently over the past year or so, such as the Ozobots and Dash and Dot robots and Spiros. So we use our iPads to help, um, help our students learn computer science. 
That sounds amazing. So are there any advantages to using, say, iPads over something like um, Chrome or uh, Chromebooks or anything like that? So I love or, Chromebooks. I think they're fantastic. But I think yeah. the creation is the advantage over iPads over Chromebooks. And personally, I think there should be a mix in a classroom that there should be access to both types of tools, even if it's if it's a laptop or a Chromebook, something that has a keyboard, because that's the biggest disadvantage to me is that there's no keyboard on an iPad. Um, there's also, it, it just, it's such a powerful creation tool. It's a powerful video editing tool. Um, and there's just so many different ways that kids can use the iPad to, to tell their story and to show what they know. Um, they can also use so many of the Google apps that are beautifully seamless on Chromebook, they can still use them and they can use them pretty well. They're not as bulky, um, but they're still, they're still able to use them. So, so oh. now in, go no, ahead. I was going to say, I, we, we didn't have it in our notes, so I'm, I'm throwing a curveball in here, but I was thinking, okay. yeah, um, you know. <laughs> because really one of the things that, one of the complaints that I've heard from teachers when I, cause I also like you believe in having kids create as much as possible rather than just doing the drill and kill um, is that it's, it's too hard for the little kids to create something. So I just thought, you know, since you are a K-8 district, could you speak a little bit to the younger portion of that, like the K-1s? Absolutely. The beauty of the iPad is that it's, it's touch. So kids really don't have a hard time, even our kindergarten kids. Um, I went into a classroom at the end of last year uh, and I, I worked with a teacher on green screen. And what she wanted me to do was she wanted me to record the kids and then she wanted me to smash all the videos together and she wanted me to basically do everything and the kids would just stand in front of the, the video and or stand in front of the iPad and read their videos. And I said, okay, let me, let me work with the kids. And she was like, okay. So she gave me some extra time. And I think time really is the, is, is the biggest factor because it does take the, the kindergartners some time to learn it, but once they learn it, they have it. So I showed them a couple of times what to do. And within 10 minutes, they were all making their own green screen videos. It was a snap. It was so easy. So, so I hear the same things and I just say, let me try. And then they do, and they see that it's really simple for kindergartners. So you had them filming each other to mm -hmm. make them, yeah. I think that's a really important point, talking about how they just need more time. Mm -hmm. um, because I really like the power of iPads for, for kids to tell their digital stories. Absolutely. They, so. And they loved it. They thought it was absolutely the coolest thing they had ever done because they're six. So it, it could possibly be the best thing they've ever done. But they were able to go to the rainforest and talk about an animal that they had been studying with their teachers and put themselves in the rainforest with that animal. And they, they did it all themselves. And that was one time. And I was there to direct the entire thing. Given more time or more time in a year, easily that control could be weaned off to the kids. They could easily take over that whole process and know exactly what to do and then teach it to everybody else. Absolutely. Right. Do you find it difficult to manage the iPads in, say, a K-1 classroom? Do they use one uh, account that they're logging in to do all of these things, or are they using their own accounts and they're logging in and out? So it all depends on the teacher. Some of the teachers have created, like, classroom Google accounts, and they log all the kids into their Google account and then just keep it like that. 
Others, um, we haven't opened up our Google apps to our K2 yet, but this year we're gonna give it to all the kids. And I don't mean we haven't opened it up, I just mean none of the teachers have tried it. But this year we're going to do that. And I'm gonna be working with a few of the different teachers who um, are ready to go for it. And we're just gonna log all the kids into their Google and, and work with them on passcodes and making sure they're not getting into each other's accounts and all of that really fun digital citizenship, digital citizenship stuff that we get to do with our kids. So um, oh, that's currently everyone's in the same. But like, for example, when we use Adobe Spark, which used to be Adobe Voice when we use Spark Video, that's the teacher's one account and all the kids are signed into the one account. It's too, that would be too challenging to try to have kids have a million different logins for all those different uh, account heavy um, apps that they use. Agreed. And I think yeah. too that specifically speaking to Adobe Spark, um, I believe their terms of service say that students under 13 need to be logged in through the teacher's account, that they are not able to create an account or have an account on their own yes. for that particular app. Correct. And I was concerned that when you had 30 iPads logged into the same account that it would be an issue. And I spoke with Ben Forta from Adobe and he was like, absolutely not. Log them all in, have them all working at the same time. It's not a problem. So. That's great. And I think that that's a, a good point, too, is that we as teachers, you know, a lot of times there's that login for the Google accounts and they're like, oh, just log in with your Google. And sometimes we as teachers forget that there's the whole you need to be over 13 sort of thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, as teachers, if we just have one account that they're all signing into, we still have control over that then. And mm -hmm. it's just a little bit more. It's easier to manage. Agreed. So that's a good tip. Thank you. And a little safer. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We like safety with our with our students. Um, so what are some of the favorite apps that you and your teachers enjoy using? You've already mentioned some of the green screen stuff. So do you use green screen by, by Do Ink, which is such a great app and we, we all do. love it? We do. We love green screen by, by Do Ink. That's a, that's a big favorite of ours. Um, my teachers are all really into Chatterpix. I love Chatterpix too. We use the Chatterpix kids version, so Chatter Kids. Um, I love Book Creator app. I love Explain Everything. The Spark Video and Spark Page both used to be one of them. It was Adobe Voice and then Adobe Slate. Those are great and uh, really good for creation. Um, I love Pic Collage for kids, Telegami. Um, Paper by 53 is really good, but I'm kind of leaning towards Procreate and um, what was the other one I used? The Sketchbook Express for drawing. Yeah, um, and we, Procreate is uh, not free, correct? Paper by 53 it is. not. Is. Right, so some of our schools have purchased Sketchbook Express, which is great, and I know Procreate was free for like a minute, and I don't think that we got it in time. And it was only free like if you had, you had to log into the store and the whole thing, so I don't know that we would have been able to get it for our students anyway, but they are using paper, and they don't need an account. They can skip the account part and go straight just to creating on their iPad. So that works out. Um, we were really heavy into using Erasma. So uh, creating those um, augmented reality videos has been really fun. What, and of course the coding, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, what kinds of things are kids creating with Erasma? So the kids will create a video, let's say the book talk, or they'll do some kind of, they might get chatter picks about something that they're studying. And then they also have some kind of a physical artifact that they've created. So uh, last year we did some, our second graders did hero reports. So they went and they did, um, they drew their hero and then they did a video about their hero on Adobe Spark or Spark video. I get them all confused. And then they <laughs> what used- What are those Adobe things? That's right. 
So then they used their the video the picture that they drew. They used that as their trigger image. Then in the oh, I when they used it, it would play their the video that they made about their hero. So that was super powerful. Um, they've also done videos on like the first graders did their favorite. Um, they did a trip to the White House, and so they made a whole trip to the White House. Even pictures that they found online and pictures that they drew, and then talked about all the places cool. they visited. And the pictures that they drew were then the trigger image. One of them was a trigger image. And a lot of times, like, I'll have the teacher, before they take the trigger image, just put a little, like, we print out the little purple A, and we stick it on the image mm -hmm. so that parents or other administrators, when they're coming through, they know that, that that picture has an aura on it. And so then they can follow the class and use the, the aura. Because I don't have them make them public. I just have them create a public channel so that right. parents can right. come through and see it. Oh, that and is then, a course, great idea. Love oh, that. Thank you. And then the Google apps and some coding apps that we've been using as well. Nothing specific, but that's kind of a laundry list. Like those are all of the apps, most of the apps that are on my one screen. Cause I try to stick just to the one screen and then have all the peripheral stuff on my other screens. Yeah. So. And I think that's also the one screen because people, a lot of times when they get an iPad, they're like, oh, what apps can I get? Tell me apps, tell me apps. But really, you know, this list of apps that you have is fantastic. It all fits on one screen and it allows kids to show what they know. Yeah, and if this is all they're using, that's okay. Like it doesn't, I, yeah. I, I had a teacher come to me and she was like, what's the next new app? I want to use something new. And I just had to ask why. She's like, well, I think the kids are bored. I'm like, well, are they, are they still using it? Are they using this app to tell their stories? Yep. I'm like, well, then keep on using it because they're just going to get better at it. We don't need to go to the brand new app, the next new thing, just because it's a new thing. We need to get good, have our kids be able to use all of these seamlessly and without any kind of help, really. Agreed. And, that and that's such the, a good reminder. That was the timer. So we have one minute left. Nice. I know. We love the short format. That's a great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, closing thoughts, anything you want to add? Anything I, you no. want to... I just it, it, iPads for creation. That is the key to using iPads in the classroom. Forget about the forget about the like drill and kill app. Go for the apps that you can use to have your kids tell their stories and create and show you what they know. Great, love that message. Create, create, create. Stop consuming. There you love go. It. Let me give you some more props there. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for coming on. It was great seeing you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. you too. All right, and we'll All right. We'll see you in a few weeks then. So I'm going to stop the recording now.